Welcome to Conversations with I Follow the Leader, made possible by I Follow the Leader, LLC. I am your host, Antonetta Mosley. I'm the CEO and Principal Leader at I Follow the Leader and a Certified Diversity Professional. I founded the firm in 2016 because I believe the historical prototype of what a successful leader looks like needs to change. We help leaders and organizations thrive and reach their highest potential. This is a place where those of a different feather can soar together. Thanks for joining us today. Hello, hello, everyone. I hope you are doing well. It is Antonetta Mosley, the Courage Curator and Chief Encouragement Officer at I Follow the Leader. I hope you're having a beautiful day. Um, the outside is sunny here. I am in Oakland. However, it is actually colder than where I live in Durham, which you would not expect, but it's 53 outside here, and it is... 71 in Durham. So I am missing some of that warm weather. However, I had the amazing opportunity to open up the Inspire HR West conference this morning. And it was great. It was so fun. Um, most times I don't need coffee before speaking. And so I had my protein shake and, and no coffee. And, and we got started at 9 a.m. PT and just met so many amazing change agents. Uh, I love speaking to leaders and I love speaking to HR practitioners because they have such an important role in culture building and diversity, equity, and inclusion, and having courageous conversations in the workplace. And so anytime I'm in front of those groups of people, I am really excited and also can feel the energy from them, right? Because most of our leaders and practitioners really want to have cultures where people are celebrated. And when I say celebrated, that means paid equitably, have good benefits where people are retained, um, acknowledged for their work. And so it's always great um, talking to those people who want to ensure people are celebrated versus tolerated in the workplace and are open to learning new ideas. And I believe for me, that is just something I want to encourage you to do. Are you open to innovation? Are you open to learning from someone who looks differently than you, from someone who grew up, grew up differently than you, who, from someone who may be younger, um, who may be a different religion, race, socioeconomic status, etc.? And so I think those who are willing to be continuous learners are the best leaders. And it's just so encouraging when I see leaders and practitioners who want to continue to learn, who are willing to acknowledge that the workplaces we had 10, 15, even five years ago, right, are no longer the same. And so how can we ensure that we are cognizant of where we are in 2023? How can we ensure 
right, that things are different after a global pandemic. Uh, I'm not sure about you, but I know that my personal life and, and different things have shifted drastically after the pandemic. I was actually married a month before the pandemic. And so if I were to go into it going, well, I thought you were going to work every day and that was how our marriage is going to start right? It would have failed and, and it wouldn't be successful because that wasn't our reality. And so I think a lot of us have to kind of wake up to the, the new demographics in the workplace and what's going on and, and think about how can we be strategic? How can we be intentional and have measurements um, and a culture strategy that fits 2023, that fits today, that fits how your employees are feeling, fits what they've been through the last few years. And so uh, I had a great time talking to this group about how courageous conversations can help to cultivate workspaces that are celebrated, not tolerated. I have my little folder. Um, I don't use this when I'm presenting at all. However, I always make sure to, to have my notes, et cetera. And so I just wanted to share um, a few things and, and some encouragement with you today for those of you who um, did not have the opportunity to attend this conference and, and see me in person today. Uh, I just wanna share some encouragement with you. Each of us, internally, right, has to work on our courage, on our courage consciousness level. And so I actually created a chart, um, a courage consciousness chart. Um, and so that will help you um, excuse me, my courage continuum chart. Uh, I'm already going into the framework, but a courage continuum chart where zero is not, feeling not courageous, five moderately courageous, and 10 maximum courage. And so really encourage you to think about on a daily basis, how courageous are you typically on that continuum? So that is one of the courage contemplation prompts that I ask the group. And it's really important to me when I'm presenting that I am making sure to address different learning styles. And so that may be a little different of a presentation than the typical keynote. However, it's very important to me when we talk about equitable practices that when I'm giving a keynote that I'm also reaching different styles of learners. And so that's something I make sure to share as well. I also shared the seven attributes of courage framework, which goes through the letters um, for that spell courage. And so those things that I believe is that if you are courageous, one, you're starting with being a caring, courageous change agent. You're willing to overcome your fears. You know how to be unapologetically authentic. And remember, everything goes back to caring. So you're doing that in a caring way. You're working on repetition. So how can you consistently cultivate courage to reach your highest potential? You're an advocate for yourself and others. You are gritty, right? You're not willing to, to quit. Um, and I think that's something we all need as it relates to culture and especially diversity, equity, and inclusion is that courage can be uncomfortable. And so how do we keep going when it gets hard? And then embracing courage. How do we truly embrace courage when most of us weren't taught how to be courageous? However, on the flip side, when you look at the most 
the best leaders, courage is often the attribute associated with them. And so it's really something over the last seven years doing diversity, equity, inclusion work, I realized courage was often the missing piece to DEI. And I truly believe that if we can be more courageous, if we can have more courageous conversations, then our workplaces are going to be better for it. But acknowledging, right, that we actually have to work at courage, the bad news, courage is not an innate trait. The really great news is that that means we can all learn it. Courage can be cultivated. And courage is a choice. Um, you hear me say that if you've been around a while. We really have to believe that, that courage is a choice. And so what we've seen, um, studies found, but also I've seen it in my work a lot, is when you talk to a lot of HR professionals, they're um, feeling burnt out. They're feeling pressured. How do we also lead diversity, equity, and inclusion when that may not be something they've gone to school for or have experience in? And so we really have to support our leaders and HR professionals and not DIY or DEI. If your leaders and HR professionals don't have DEI experience, right, do you have the resources? Are you willing to invest the resources and put the budget towards ensuring that they get the support that they need, that your organization gets the support that you need. So a quote from WorkHuman found that 80% of HR professionals view their company as going through the motions as it relates to DEI. And I unfortunately see that a lot as well. And so how can we make sure we are pushing the pace of progress, having these courageous conversations, and something I introduced to this group that I also talked about with the group at Georgia Tech, which is awesome, is I really wanted to, I had the seven attributes of courage framework, but what I developed and has launched this year is the courageous consciousness chart. And so that actually goes through three pillars and how do we make sure that courageous conversations are effective? Because you can try to have a courageous conversation, but if you don't have the tools and the right strategies and experience leading them, it can be more harmful than helpful. And so I have this courageous consciousness chart and I'm excited. Uh, I have not shared it publicly yet. I've only shared it in two recent speaking engagements. And so I'm excited to announce to you all uh, that as of today, March 6, 2023, it is going on the website. So you can learn more about the Courageous Consciousness Chart and what are the tools that you need to have more effective, courageous conversations. It's going to take you through exactly what you need. And then within those three pillars of ongoing commitment, unified purpose, and safety measures, we also have bubbles for each so that you can really dive deeper. Um, and so we have those three pillars, but then we have these nine great uh, strategies and tools for you that go A, B, C, um, try to make it where you can follow. And those ABC uh, elements are leadership, document and measurement, and don't DIY your DEI. So for those three pillars, we go through those um, three different circles of what do you need to do. Uh, so excited. So you can go to AntonettaMosley.com 
slash courage framework. Uh, there's a slash in there, antonettamosley.com slash courage framework. Um, or if you just go to antonettamosley.com, you can go to Cultivate Courage and you'll see frameworks there. You'll see the seven attributes of courage framework and also this new uh, framework that I'm launching with the Courageous Consciousness Chart. And so, so excited. Um, we've been doing this work, right? I've been doing this work around having courageous conversations for a long time. And so want to just share some of those nuggets that I've learned over time with you, with your team. And then the great thing is, in addition um, to having the keynote, which I did today, really helping people learn more about courageous conversations and their importance and the tools. I also have an accompanying workshop. And so, so important to get that education, but then to really learn how do I apply this, ask specific questions, etc. I am a big, big proponent and not only learning the education piece, but also having that personalization because a keynote is great. Everyone got to learn the concept, but what is the next step? Well, the next step is really applying it to your individual work, to your individual team, workplace, et cetera. And so a workshop is a great way to dig deeper and really apply what you learn. So have the Cultivate Courage keynote, also have a workshop where we dig really deep um, into the chart, into the framework, and then how do you apply this in your particular context, right? Some people are on global teams, um, and so they're going to have a different challenge for having courageous conversations than a team that's in the office or in a team that's regional um, or all in the same location. So, as you can probably see, if you were watching and not listening to this, I love this work. I love talking to leaders, um, HR professionals, change agents, the people who are really have the ability to make this change. And I want to encourage you. We've seen that I follow the leader through courageous conversations, how impactful they can be. We have the measurements to show how impactful they can be the qualitative analysis to show what happened, you know, what was the scenario like before the courageous conversation versus after, and also what is the long-term impact that it's had on culture, which is really exciting to see the courage, courageous conversations. I truly believe it is the missing link in successful diversity, equity, and inclusion work. I like to ask questions when I am doing the keynote to engage the audience. And when I asked about, do you have ground rules for these types of conversations? The majority of the audience did not. I've asked thousands of people across the globe if they've taken a courage course ever, and I've had less than five people say yes. Right. And so if the majority of us never took a courage course, how do we bring this and apply it into the workplace? And so I am so happy that I have an answer for you now. There, are, there is a way to apply this, even if you didn't learn it. You'll see if you are watching that there is a QR code um, with Courage Candy. And this is really my offering. Um, to everyone, I started this last 
April, so almost a year now, but Courage Candy is my offering to you. It is a way that you can work on consistently cultivating courage. It's a way to help increase your courage competency and consciousness. And so I have an app, uh, it's called the Community App, and it's how I send Courage Candy, which is daily inspiration Monday through Friday. I pay for the app. I do not charge others because I wanted to have a way for people to learn to cultivate courage and work on themselves, work on how can I advocate better for myself and others. And so that is really my gift to you is Courage Candy. And so you can scan that QR code. Uh, it'll take you to the link on my website where you can learn more about what Courage Candy is and the purpose of it. And you can also text 919-647-7450. You can just text Courage to that uh, and that'll sign you up as well. Again, 919-647-7450. And if you really want to go deep into cultivating courage, maybe there's a decision in your life, in your workplace, and you want to reach your highest potential, courage is needed. And so on January 2023, I released my second book. Uh, my first book was a children's book. This book is what I call an encouragement guide. And so if you want to make more courageous choices and reach your highest potential, this book includes over 130 pieces of encouragement and weekly courage contemplation prompts to help you consistently cultivate courage. And so this encouragement guide really can help you, your team, your DEI committee, cultivate courage and, and really move forward. And so each week has four prompts um, really taking you through cultivating courage and, and looking at your own life. So I really appreciate your time. Uh, so excited to get back into podcasting this year. Uh, so this episode was a solo episode, but next up, I will be with I Follow the Leader Senior Partnership Leader, Rory geller Mohammed, and we're going to talk about DEI, right? And um, we're going to talk about emotional intelligence. So the intersection of DEI and EI, so excited. Um, it's just going to be really important. Um, we talk about a lot about IQ, um, but just talking about the emotional intelligence as well and how that factors into DEI work. So we are excited to do that with you. Uh, DEI and EI, and I'll make sure to put information about how you can listen to that talk that is coming up very soon. I appreciate you. If you have any questions, you can reach out at ifollowtheleader.com or antonettamosley.com and myself or a team member will get back to you. I am looking forward to meeting new change agents in 2023 and really cultivating courage. Um, if you go to my site, you can read some of the testimonials and I've received some great information today that I posted on LinkedIn. But what we continuously see is people want more of these courageous conversations. Uh, they need them. I will read the four 
uh, that that were posted today on, on my LinkedIn page, and we're still getting in more. I think we already had uh, 10 people or so, and, and we have more coming in, just people wanting to share feedback. So four of, of the comments we received after today's keynote were, thank you for sharing space and bringing these tools to this space. We need to discuss the human side to HR. I was not sure what to expect coming in and definitely loved the entire presentation around both having and encouraging courageous conversations. Love the alliteration and the practical application. I appreciated the tools to activate the work. It was reaffirming to hear and learn that some of the courageous work I'm doing is on track. I will share more on LinkedIn, so please connect with me. Um, please connect with me on LinkedIn, Antonetta Mosley, um, and we'll be sharing more of this. But if your team needs to learn how to have more courageous conversations and how to cultivate courage, please reach out to me. I am in Oakland, so um, do, do a lot of speaking, whether it's across the country or virtual, and would love to talk to you and your team. If you need the accompanying workshop, reach out to us. And then my other two feature keynotes, one is about don't DIY your DEI, how to make sure your DEI strategy is strategic, measurable, sustainable. Uh, and so that's what we really focus in on that and the DEI PACE framework. And then the other one focuses on courageous leadership. Um, and so are, how do you cultivate courageous leaders? And I think that's so important to me personally. Uh, of course, my company is called I Follow the Leadership. I Follow the Leader because of how important leadership is, but also the importance of having diverse voices and changing the landscape of what is a leader. And so making sure that we're learning from diverse voices, um, from those across all spectrums. So when I say diversity, right, the broad um, range of diversity is really important. And how do we support those leaders and the work that they're doing is something that is very different. Again, how I started this can be very different from the past. And so that when courageous leadership consistently cultivate courage to reach your highest potential is one of my other keynotes. And so I am excited uh, to be back on the podcast. I am filming again from a remote location. I'm in Oakland, California. And when I'm back, I'll be in Durham. Thank you for who you are. Uh, I know we are going through divisive times, and I just want to encourage you that you are needed, you are valued, and the work you're doing is important. I'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to another episode of Conversations with I Follow the Leader. Thank you for listening to this episode of Conversations with I Follow the Leader. We appreciate you. Be sure to subscribe to receive new episode alert. To learn more about the firm, go to ifollowtheleader.com. I also want to encourage you, whether you're a change agent or leader, you can be a part of the solution. Now let's go make a positive impact and push the pace of progress. The world needs us.